Hey friends, welcome to season three of the Waterworks Ministries podcast. I am Reverend Karen Weiss, your host for this podcast, and it is my pleasure to be back with you again. Um, we've had a fairly long hiatus. Uh, some of you have been asking when our next episodes are going to be coming out, and so here we are. This episode is being released January 24th, and I am so privileged to be able to talk with you and share with you and really just have a great time learning and living into what it means to be a badass joy enthusiast in 2019. But before we get started into that, I want to let you know of a couple things that Waterworks has coming up um, in their schedule and the things that we've been doing. Um, one of the reasons for the fairly long hiatus is that I seem to be able to have words either for a podcast or for writing and not both at the same time. And what I've been working on over the last six months has been a book. And it's a collection of essays. I'm really excited about it. And it's all about fierce grace. Yep, you heard me correctly. Fierce grace. The subtitle is Learning I'm Enough Through Love, Loss, and Letting Go. And there are nine essays plus an introduction and an epilogue and, and some other things in there. And it will be coming out here in February, uh, mid-February. So keep an eye out for that. If you have not followed us on Facebook, you can do that. We are Waterworks Ministries. And also we have started an Instagram page and you can follow us also at Waterworks Ministries. And so those are ways that you can keep up with what's happening with us, what we're up to, where we've been traveling, things that we're thinking about. And there's different content on both the Facebook page and the Instagram site. So make sure that you follow both of them. Um, with, you know, we've got cool pictures coming up on our Instagram page, different things that we're uh, looking at and pondering. And then the Facebook page is both for reflection, but also uh, more for announcements, what we've got going on and things like that. So make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Waterworks Ministries. And so without further ado, let us get into our season three topic. And I thought that we need somewhat of an introduction to this before jumping right into the content. And there's content in this as well, um, but it's not uh, practice specific, we'll say. So I've decided that we all need to be badass joy enthusiasts in 2019 because there's a lot of you know strife and pain, uh, a lot of name calling we're seeing, in the world. Um, there's a lot of duality and separation and us against them and me and you and polarization. And it's not just in the United States. It's actually a trend that's happening all over the world. And if we're following some religion, um, you know, it could be, you know, Buddhism or Hindi. Um, I'm sorry, that's the language, but Hinduism. Um, Christianity, Judaism, there's this overarching understanding that we are bigger or we participate in something bigger than just us. 
Um, and so it's not, life is not about, oh, you know, well, it's me and my person and my family and that's it. There's something bigger that we are living for or living in. And we need to be radical and subversive and countercultural in how we are as people, I think, in order to combat and resist this polarization and animosity and all of the bad stuff that we have going on in the world. And so my my name for this is being a badass joy enthusiast. And so the term badass is an adjective. Joy is a noun and enthusiast is a noun for those of you grammar nerds out there. And I want to start by defining these terms. Um, and you'll actually hear I am using real paper. So if you hear pages turning, those would be my notes. So first, the term badass, as defined by Merriam-Webster as an adjective, is tough, uncompromising, or intimidating. Urban Dictionary, who whose definition I like actually a lot more and find really amusing, um, is this. Term used to describe behavior that is fearless, authentic, compassionate, and ethical. Yes to all of those things. Yes. And not only does UrbanDictionary.com give us that definition, but they also have seven unspoken rules of being a badass. The first rule is that a badass does not talk about being a badass. The second rule is that the badass does not try to look tough. You're just simply a badass. Number three, a badass stays true to themselves always. Not being fake, not trying to impress people, rolling with who you are under all circumstances. So that goes to the authentic part of the definition. I like that very much. Um, number four, a badass does not give up. Badasses will always push, push themselves for the better, no matter how hard it gets. The fearless part of their definition. Number five, a badass is not a jerk. A badass does not prey on the weak and shows kindness in return. Number six, a badass knows his or her limits. As they say online at UrbanDictionary.com, don't be stupid. You're not Superman. You'll die if you jump off a building. So, you know, there's this fearless, authentic, compassionate, and yet ethical um, part of being a badass. And then number seven, finally, is a badass does not make enemies or go looking for fights. They do not fight fights that aren't worth fighting either. So knowing when to stand up and resist and knowing when it's just better to walk away. So love the Urban Dictionary for this one. So that is what a badass is. And then we get to joy. Now joy is one of those sticky kind of words that I don't know. I think it means different things to different people. Um, and it has a secular and a religious definition to it. 
And the secular definition is one of happiness. It's, um, you know, a state of, of happiness, of bliss, of, you know, different things um, surrounding well-being. Um, Merriam, and those are some things from Merriam-Webster. Um, Google says that it's a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. But at the same time, I think if we're looking at the word joy from a Christian perspective, which is the perspective and um, background that I come from, joy is so much more than just a feeling of happiness or well-being. Um, joy is a state of being. It's not just a feeling or emotion. And so for me, to be a badass joy enthusiast is a person that really embodies joy in spite of what may be happening around them. And so we have this opportunity to bring love and light and life and wisdom and all of these different things through how we are as a person in the world. Are we a person whose state of being is joy? It's hard, I know, but it might be something to consider. And then enthusiast. Enthusiast is a pretty simple word that just means, um, from Merriam-Webster again, a person who is filled with enthusiasm or one who is ardently attached to a cause, object, or pursuit. Um, so you can be a car enthusiast, you can be a you know, video game enthusiast, you can be a horse enthusiast, you can be all kinds of different enthusiasts. But I want us to focus this season on being joy enthusiasts really, really excited and enthusiastic about bringing joy into the world, about being joy, sharing joy, living into joy in all that it is. And so we have our definitions. Just to sum up from the Urban Dictionary, badass is an adjective, a term used to describe behavior that is fearless, authentic, compassionate, and ethical. And we bring in joy to that, this state of being, a state of contentment and love and, and happiness that transcends what we're in at the moment, the, which transcends any current situation. And then enthusiast, someone who is enthusiastic and filled with enthusiasm. So by this point, you might be asking yourself, why do I need to find and then unleash my badass joy enthusiast? Well, like I kind of said before, We've got a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of polarization surrounding us. We see it in the media. We see it on Facebook. Um, we see it on pretty much everywhere we go. Someone 
or something is unhappy with life. And I believe that we need more people who draw their existence, who draw their being and who they are from love, whether you, you know, think this, there's a deity or there's, you know, the universe source, whatever you call it. There's this unifying force that's holding all things together in love. And I call that Trinity or God, Jesus. I use those terms um, fairly interchangeably. But in, in regards to unleashing our badass joy enthusiast, there are things that we can do um, and ways of thinking that go beyond what we currently see in culture. For example, uh, our culture is very either or, very us, them, me, you. And if we're going to bring harmony and love and joy into the world, we have to move beyond thinking in these either or kind of silo categories. We, we can move towards thinking in terms of both and. Um, it's me and you, us and them. We are together in this. And in some philosophies and religions, it's not actually me and you. We're all one. And there's a transcendental understanding of, of who we are. And so when we can think about these things more in terms of both and and it changes the way that we perceive things so if you're a both and kind of person there's not a desire to label um, in order to protect and separate the people that we encounter every day are allowed to be the people that they are but at the same time, the badass joy enthusiast shares their joy and their love, bringing this loving presence without a desire to change the person. And it's in that acceptance that we see movement, that we see transformation. Um, if someone's telling you that you need to change, you're probably not going to change. You're probably going to resist that person. But if you love someone, then that love can transcend and transform who we are. People see this oftentimes in marriages or, um, you know, some people talk about it in terms of receiving God's love and how that changes how they see themselves. There's lots of different ways to think about this, but it comes from this lack of fear in terms of not needing to label so that we can protect and and separate ourselves um, we need to unleash our joy partly because the conventional wisdom that we have currently is so incredibly inadequate for the complex and tragic situations that we find ourselves in you know conventional wisdom says that we need to protect ourselves to make sure that our needs are met 
to make sure that we get the power so that we can control and make other people conform to our ideas of what is important. And I'm that conventional wisdom is not for me. I don't want to control people. I want to feel secure in terms of who I am and what I'm doing, not from a place of fear. Conventional wisdom speaks to us through fear. And if at all possible, we need to reject that idea as quickly and as um, swiftly and completely as we can. So for this season, what we're going to do is talk about practices that allow us or help us to unleash our badass joy enthusiast. We might ask questions like, what does it take to shed conventional wisdom for subversive and radical grace? How do we actually exchange those two things in our beings? How do we lean into the divine in such a way it creates a radical transformation so that we can be fearless, authentic, compassionate, and ethical? How can we be transformed based on physical and spiritual work that we do? To become our true selves, there's a whole bunch of letting go. There's a whole bunch of picking up new things. And there's a whole bunch of reforming, not just reformation in terms of changing, but a complete and total reworking potentially of our inner beings. And it takes work, intentionality, and persistence. Being a badass joy enthusiast is not for the faint of heart. And the one thing that we all have in this is that it's a choice. We have a choice of how we treat people. We have a choice of how we live our lives. We have a choice of whether or not we want to bring joy in the world, into the world, through our actions and our interactions and our words and all of these different things. We have a choice. We choose to see people as friends or enemies. We choose to look into those dark places in our lives, in our interior worlds, and pull stuff out of those you know, back corners that may be dry rotted or, or not fitting right anymore, or really just taking up space and weighing us down. Now it's funny because at this point in January of 2019, you know, a lot of people have made resolutions and the 21st apparently, according to the internets, is the day called Blue Monday, or I guess the Blue Day, or what it was a Monday this year. And it's because a lot of people have already given up on their New Year's resolutions. 21 days in, people are already like, I've had enough, I'm done. But uh, the interesting thing, and Netflix is fairly genius, I don't have the Netflix, but I've read enough articles online to know that this is happening. Lots and lots of people want to tidy up their homes. And so Netflix paired up with Marie Kondo, who is 
a tiny little Japanese woman. I don't believe she speaks any English because she has an interpreter on the show. Um, and she's who she's written a couple books about tidying up and how when we tidy up, we acknowledge what sparks joy. And I love this. She's been talking about this for five, six years, I believe. But the thing that she really focuses on, she focuses on not how much stuff people have, but whether or not the stuff brings joy. So let's say you've got, you know, 50 t-shirts. She wants you to go through, and I read her second book, and I actually did this. She wants you to go through and touch every object, you know, so hold up the t-shirt and think, does this bring me joy? If the answer is yes, it goes in the keep pile. If the answer is no, it and it's kind of shabby looking or not fit for, you know, human consumption, it goes in the trash or if it's suitable to donate, then it's donated. But joy is the lens that she encourages her clients to look through and to see through. It's a great lens. For me, as I was reading it, I was thinking of all of these questions like, how does my life bring me joy? How does my stuff bring me joy? If my stuff doesn't bring me joy, then maybe I should get rid of it. What hobbies do I do that I love? What do I love to do that I'm not doing? And maybe I should do those things. You know, questions about my life and what I'm doing really were raised by her philosophy of stuff and how to tidy up and how to look at things through this new lens. I think the more that we choose to see the world through this lens of joy, and deciding whether or not, you know, what we're doing and who we are and who we spend time with and what we have, whether or not we can see the world with our joy glasses, as I'm calling them. I think the more that we are capable of letting things go, of being the light and the life and the love in this world. And for me, that's what being a badass joy enthusiast is all about bringing joy into your own life, bringing joy into other people's lives and the world and living from this place of joy that is filled with enthusiasm, with being ethical and compassionate, authentic and fearless. And so I hope as you listen to our next several episodes that you are given tools and ideas and different ways of living into who God has called you to be. And I hope one of those is a badass joy enthusiast. Hesed and Shalom, my friends. Until next time.